welcome back to a new episode of What's Francis? I'm Shelly. I'm Bianca. And I'm Tiana. And here we come together to chat about life, love, the fruit happiness, business, and the journey of all things. All the things. Yes, we are back with a brand new episode. We are playing um, musical chairs. <laughs> Last episode, you and Diana were together. This episode, me and Diana were together. What did we talk about last time? We talked to Bill. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Look at our memory is short out here, okay? You know this about me. Let's see. Last episode was. Uh, I was asked in the room. Don't feel pressure. Girl, I can't remember. <laughs> The last episode that we talked about was walking in your purpose. Yeah. Walking in your purpose. Like, girl, you know, we don't remember. I was like, smiling at <laughs> <laughs> The last episode was about walking in your purpose, figuring out what your purpose is, how to, you know, or possibly, you know, live your best life in a purpose-driven life. Or yes. you have more than one purpose. Yes. And I and I after that show I started reading a lot of things about purpose. And what I was reading was like so geared to like just having it be this one thing. So I'm like, people, I want multiple purposes. I feel like that creates longevity in life that gives you reasons to keep going. And um I hope I got more more than one purpose out here in these streets. Or you may have one grand divine purpose, but there's different avenues getting you to that purpose. That you know. Yeah, I think we, I think we have one main overarching purpose, but yeah, different avenues and ways in which we can develop and uh, fulfill the purpose. You know, could be multiple. Like yeah. if, if I said my, you know, one of the things that uh, we talked about, I said I like to make sure that every child feels like they part of the family and they're mm. at home and they're under my roof and you know I get to do that with my biological children, my nieces, my nephews, you know, children of friends and family. So I think I get to do that in, in multiple ways, um, but still it's like overarching thing or whatever. Yeah, you know? for sure. Absolutely. I think I probably just think I'm more special than everybody with multiple purposes. So. <laughs> Our absolute overall purpose is to to show people what the image of God looks like in human. Yes, I was gonna say to show everybody who God is out here. Mm-hmm. Just for sure. Well, like that, there's a thousand different ways we can do that. So yeah, absolutely. A great episode, great conversation. So we wanted to continue on that conversation today with talking about trusting the process. Yes. What does that so, mean? Trust in the process can mean different things to you know each person, but it's kind of understanding that there is going to be a, a natural flow of things, and even if it doesn't exactly go the way you want to, <laughs> there is a process, and you know it's going to work itself out. You just have to follow through with said process. 
Okay, so yeah, um, one of the things I could say about trusting the process, like it, in, in multiple things, you may have to go through a process to get to the end result. So I remember back when Bianca was starting her lock journey, <laughs> I told her to trust the process. She, her hair texture is more curly and soft, so it took longer. It didn't look the way that she wanted it to look right away or other people thought it should look. So, you know, what, what were some of the things that <laughs> people said to you along the way? First of all, people feel like they can say whatever to me, but <laughs> people are so disrespectful. So I got a lot of, so what is that going to be? Or what are you trying to do? And I'm like, it's locks. And like, so those are locks. It's curly though. I'm like, oh, that's kind of my hair. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but it was one of the times I came to Deanna like, look, I'm about to, I'm about to comb this out. People keep disrespecting my locks. And she's like, no, just wait. It's going to take a little bit longer. I'm like, but it's not looking like how this person hair look. It's not doing it. It's never going to do it. But I just held strong. It was like, forget it. I started it. I might as well finish it. And eventually it, it went on the deal. I know. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Ain't nobody confused no more. Sometimes the process might not make sense to others. They may not be sure what's happening here, what's being as long as you trust the process. And it may not be on the timeline that you think mm. it's supposed to be. Or your yeah, your timeline might not look like everybody else's. So but that doesn't mean that your process is in vain, you know. Like let let people have their process, you have your process, but you know, stick it out. Stick it out. <laughs> Yes, trusting the process for me is letting go of the need to have all the answers. Like there are going to be some walks in life that you have to take a journey and you you don't know the answers. You don't know you don't know when the locks are going to start locking. You don't know when, you know, the money is starting going to start rolling in from anything that you're doing. So, um that's that's a t that is another tough life pill to swallow when you have to you know, kind of just I, I like right now in my life, I'm I am for sure going through a trusting the process type of situation because, you know, losing your job is not easy. So I kind of feel like this is like the happiest time of my life, but the scariest time of my life because I don't have the answers way. I don't I don't necessarily <laughs> feel this need to have the answers either. But I remember this time, you know several years ago maybe 15 years ago when i went through it and how my mind has changed and how i've matured in that time frame but trusting the process is, is not an easy thing it's not for the week it's not it's not for the week it's a day at a time thing every day could very well be different um today you might be like throw in the towel tomorrow you might wake no, I'm gonna do this thing. Um, you know, we've talked about it quite a few times um, on this show. My trust in the process with real estate purchasing the home, and you guys are laughing me all the time because I'll be like, you know what, hang it up. I'm not buying the house. Forget it. Nope, it's not working. It's not. Everybody's outbidding me. I'm never gonna find one. I give up. I'm not doing it. I'm and just then, doing that. I'm gonna wait a year. And then, then I'll be like, Shelly, you wanna go look at the house? <laughs> so, you know. Uh, yeah. And sometimes even when you get frustrated at the process, just keep keep pushing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so there's a, a pastor that I follow. He, he's he's just I, I I always find a pastor, but there is one of my favorite pastors. He's at Transformation Church at Michael Todd's church. His name is okay. Matt Clef, and he said, "If the enemy cannot destroy you, he will come to distract you." So in the process of trusting the process, you also get some some distractions thrown mm-hmm. So that's what makes it hard. It's like, okay, I'm trusting the process, but you know, a bill collector. Um, right. About the bill from 2002. You know, <laughs> there's always something that happens that just it, it literally distracts you. What do you guys? Yeah. I think that's absolutely true. It's always a curveball in there. Where it's like, well, a monkey wrenches people. Yeah, what is a monkey wrench? I don't know. I don't like that. Term. <laughs> <laughs> it's a curveball. Yeah. Uh, where uh, two things. One, it could be like, okay, this is what you want to do. I'll throw starting a business. Uh, you want to start a business. You're on the path. Something a curveball gets tossed at you. And you're like, well, forget it. I'll just do this thing instead. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a distraction. It's like, oh, this is readily available for me to do. I could just give this up because this I could fall back on and do this. Um, instead of going forward with your past uh, path of what it is that you originally set out to do, or that curveball could just make you want to give up altogether and like never do it. You know what I mean? Or you could do like we often say and pivot. Like, you know, we've, we've pivoted a lot in starting the, you know, Cafe Coco Latte um, from some ideas and concepts that we couldn't do right away or the first location, mm-hmm. you know, we had our focus set on this one location, but then this other location was brought into view, you know, like yeah. we didn't seek it out when it came to us and it's like, it only made sense to go with it, you know. Yeah. Um, so I would say also be not open, I mean, open and willing to pivot, but, uh, excited about <laughs> the opportunities that come up that may cause you to pivot. Like I'm laughing to myself because I'm thinking of distractions. Think about this audience. Cafe Coca Lata Latte might've been a hot dog and hamburger sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that, because, you know. Amazing things about God. It's like not to marry yourself to anything. 
Um, I even said, you know, when we when we were talking about the name and kind of being a little versed in how, you know, copywriting and things like that go and, um, you know, obtaining your trademark. Um, I've seen business owners be devastated by the fact that they may need to change their name. So I think in the process of trusting the process, it's like, don't don't marry yourself to one thing. And then that way you won't be disappointed in the end was the point that I was making. Yep. Because God may have other plans, you know, they I yeah. think I read somewhere or heard somewhere, you know, tell God your plan. He laughs or something like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of part of the trust in the process. You don't know what the real plan is for said process, and you just kind of have to follow along. So, um, and we're yeah. not saying not to make plans, you know, especially mm -hmm. in business, make the business plan, right? Absolutely, the plan, but just be open to, to change, change, to pivot, mm -hmm. to, to, yeah. to expansion if that comes yeah. <laughs> to fruition, you know. But yeah, set set your goals, set your aspirations, but just don't be rigid. Yeah. You yeah. might want to open, you know, one location and God might be like, here's two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's definitely, you know, one of that. So just to take it even personal for us with, um, the business we talked about pivoting uh do y'all want to discuss any of the pivot points that you know we've had to do here with cafe coco Lasse? for sure um maybe a more recent pivot was you know the date that we were gonna open you know and it's like oh, fix the dishwasher you know and you know during that time i kept hearing a, a few mentors and you know people in my life say Hey, just keep going. Everything's going to work out. I'm praying for you guys and trust the process. <laughs> so. so on that note, if anybody came to visit and our doors were closed and we weren't here, yeah. what happened was, we had a little snafu with the dishwasher and, um, yeah. you know, your safety and your health and your proper sanitization is important. We had to wait until the dishwasher was repaired and passed yep. the inspection after getting the dishwasher repaired. And you know, the 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 inspector was booked and busy, so we had to wait a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah. every day that we were not open, we were, you know, anxiously awaiting to reopen. For and sure. We're hoping that, you know, our most favorite friends, guests and, and regulars would still be with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have one. Had some of those no, people come back like, where were you guys at? Yeah. yeah. Some of our regulars were so brokenhearted and they came in, in the door and they let us know. But that that also, someone else told me, they were like, well, that's pretty amazing, you know, that you guys have people that were upset with you. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I think in in this tall building, we are making a name for ourselves and I don't know, like that to me, it's very overwhelming. I think it's almost my time of the month. So I've been crying a lot because it <laughs> is, um, it is a blessing to be where we are. And I am never gonna forget th these moments in time. And I think it's just making me be a better businesswoman because God's like, hey, if you're, if you're signing something, Make sure the dishwasher is working. <laughs> Make sure that, you know, 
your, your water pressure is, is the where it needs to be. The, the lights work. Everything about what you're stepping into, um, you got to check it and make sure that you're setting yourself up for success, even though I'm kind of walking with you through this process. Yeah. I had unexpected, <laughs> unexpected because, I mean, everything yeah. can be functioning proper, properly on the day of the walkthrough. But yeah. that doesn't mean that something can break down day two, mm-hmm. day 32, yeah. you know, so also for having sure. proper uh, processes in place for if something happens, having yeah. that repair yeah. person on speed dial, you know, mm-hmm. having, having whatever you need to have, you know, readily available. And how crazy is this? I became friends with the repair lady. I'm like, this <laughs> is crazy. How, how about that? Like this, this person called me just to make sure we passed the inspection like did everything go okay are you guys good do you need anything you know and um man yeah i feel like there's a team of people that's behind us some we know and some we don't even know so we appreciate everybody that's like yeah. rooting for us, champion for us. They, Prayer. Yeah, praying for us. They they get excited when they find out we're the owners. And, yeah. And yeah. a lot of people they even whisper like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I was sharing with well, Diana. They gave us a fist. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was sharing with Diana. It was you two see? ladies. It was two young ladies that came in yesterday and they were looking at the menu and deciding what they wanted. And they were like, one girl said to the other one, like, yeah, they, they, so you know it's gonna be good. <laughs> and they ordered like butter cake and coffee. And, and one of them asked, are you guys hired? Right. She was like, I wanna work here. I wanna work here with people like y'all. I was like, okay, girl, take our car. Which is another thing that we already said in our plan that we want to inspire the, mm-hmm. and spark the yep. entrepreneurial spirit and other women and young women and, you know, yep. be a, a, an example, an inspiration, a mentor and all yep. that. So all um, it's happening. Yep. <laughs> I'll share, I'm going to share my trust the process moment. So. <laughs> so, you know, our story starts where we win a grant. It doesn't really start there. But, you know, where part, we, of part of the story starts. We win the grant. We're like, oh, we're going to be in Oak Brook Mall. And, you know, we, we're taking this class. And after the class, we're going to do this. And we're going to do a build out. And everybody's going to come. So much so that I had a family member go to Oak Brook Mall looking for <laughs> us. And we weren't there yet. And I'm like, no, we're still in class. After class, we're going to do all these things. And we're going to be in Oak Brook Mall. When it came down to it and I realized that we weren't going to be yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is that, you know, all the words, put in all the flavorful words there, flavorful, flavorful, put in all the flavorful words there, but it was a point where I just, after anger, you know, I had to go through the process of grief. <laughs> After Edgar, I said to him, like, you know what? They're not going to stop us from doing this. I'm not going to let them feel like they have power in what God has planned for us or what our decisions are going to be. Like, this, our story don't end here. It's, oh, well, like, this, their loss, it's whatever. But it took me a little bit of time to get there. Um, but, you know, trusting the process to the point where when this came along, I, you know, for a moment, I'm like, 
Are they are they in on it? <laughs> are they in on yeah. it? So like, PTSD. Yeah. Except for the fact that Water Tower Place reached out to yeah. us. Uh, I'm giving them the squinty eye. I'm like, hmm. Who sent you? And then here we are, you know, bigger than what we could have imagined. Downtown Chicago. People like y'all downtown. Like y'all yeah, yeah. So. it was turnkey. We didn't have to do a build out. It, it had our color. Yeah. So it's it has to happen crazy. that way. Yeah. And and that is God giving you that look. Like get out of the way, please. Yes. Go sit down somewhere, being upset about this little water, about this little Oak Brook uh, <laughs> situation. And let's just um, say, at some point we may revisit the Oak Brook opportunity, whatever. But we, yes. eventually we will be a global brand. Absolutely. Everywhere you need to get coffee across the world. So say yeah. that's why. We'll just say <laughs> we started here. We yeah. actually started online, but then you know, first brick and mortar in Water Tower Place. First yes. Which is why I add now to the uh, latter half of our business name, Water Tower Place. Because what I also think that a lot of our customers are manifesting for us is our second location. A lot of customers come in and they say, and they will say, oh, is this you guys' only location? And a lot of customers yeah. are asking that because while the Water Tower, they're there right now, that might not be their their first location to go, you know. And mm. they want to know, you know, is there a Cafe Coco Latte in their area? So that's pretty amazing. And what I want to do is set the tone of like, um, water Tower, uh, uh, Cafe Coco Latte, Water Tower Place, Cafe Coco Latte, Oak Brook Mall, Cafe Coco Latte, Africa. You know, this thing is going to be nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when they ask me that, I always say, this is the first of many. Yeah. <laughs> um, pretty soon we'll be a global brand. You'll be able to find us in Cafe Coco Latte. But you yeah. actually said that today. <laughs> yeah. Every time somebody asks me that question, that's yeah. my answer. Yeah, but I think they're, they're, they're pushing that, that narrative and that's so amazing to already, you know, be what a, 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 a small period of time in and, you know, people want to know, they want to make sure that a cafe, they can find a Cafe Coco Latte near them. So that's, I also that's like dope. to make our, our customers and our audience feel like they're on this journey with us. So I yeah. Like, so you'll be able to say that you were part of the first location yep, yeah. or way back when, you know, like basically get in now, you know, so, you can, right bra- so you can brag oh. later, you know. <laughs> I always knew that. Uh, like we need to figure out how to uh, allow people to invest on the ground floor and, you know, become global million billionaires with us when we, when we blow up. <laughs> There's probably been a, a couple, but you know, unfortunately or fortunately, whichever way it goes, uh, I've always trust the process. So let's see. Um, I would say even from hello, because initially we started out saying we were going to do just uh, smoothies and like, mm-hmm. um, uh, healthy small bites and and then somebody was like, you know what y'all we should think about doing coffee <laughs> and I was like, tell me more, you know like, yeah. um, so even though, you know, we initially was talking about even franchising like an existing business, mm-hmm. business like Freshies or something um, 
we ended up saying, yeah, let's just let's roll with this coffee thing. Then we looked yeah. at some franchises for coffee. And like every concept, you, uh, in addition to the fact that there's a lot of uh, capital needed for entry into a franchise, mm-hmm. we also didn't find anything that was exactly what we wanted. And right. the only way it's going to be exactly what you want is to make Do it, it yourself. yourself. Yeah. So it was like we could plug into the proven system, but part of that is being a little fearful of what if my concept doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But if you trust the process, trust yourself, and tr- trust the quality that you want to bring to the market, then you can be like, yeah, my concept, it, it's going to stand up on its own. I don't have to uh, rely on not anything against franchise because we're going we to eventually allow for franchising as well. For sure. But um, <laughs> if, if your goal is to really do something different, do something different. You mm-hmm. like don't don't feel like you have to plug in. But if you want to plug into a proven system, that's okay too. Come holla at us. So yeah. yeah. We got the blueprint. <laughs> got it. Yes. I think that, you know, thinking outside of the box can mean many different things. Um, you know, it's okay to follow your path and your dream and pivot along with it and still, you know, do the same thing. Yeah, add to it. You know, I think too, um, every cocoa latte location might be a little different, like, but based on yeah. the space and its capability, like this location yeah. is great, it's cute. We get that all the time. Like it's super cute, it's super here, cute in here, but it doesn't have a full kitchen. So we're <laughs> a little bit limited in some of the things that we want to bring yep. to the menu. But we're gonna work this space yes. <laughs> to, and, to its capacity. Yep. And you know, with our podcast and our original concept was to have a podcast booth mm-hmm. um, where people could come in, you know, monthly membership, whatever and podcast and we'll podcast on location mm-hmm. although we are still podcasting on location and we don't have the booth in here we don't have the booth but maybe space and, number two we didn't create an own booth girl. yeah we didn't create an own booth we're right over here right, right. So, so yeah but so everything i think that we intend to do we will do even if it's not all done in this space mm-hmm. or if each space has its own niche and its own yep. uniqueness and its mm-hmm. own vibe Yes. And trusting the process to me is like you, you, you keep dreaming, like you have to keep the dreams coming. You have to keep the, the expanding what you're trying to do um, because we're not one trick ponies. Right. And we're, we're not, not trying, but we're out here doing it. We, we are. are. Yeah. <laughs> we're not limited. God's not limiting, limiting us in any form or fashion. Um, so that, that, that dreaming of, of how you can make it bigger and how you can incorporate more people and, and, you know, who we can bring along on this journey. I think that for sure is walking in the image of God and, you know, keeping the door open so people feel feel like it's a welcoming place to come and, and what better place to start with our, our first location in many to come. Yep. And I think in if every space and every opportunity that we are in, like even when we do our pop-ups, you know, we're still bringing high quality, good service, you know, a smile and, you know, d- just displaying excellence. Our whole vibe. Yeah. We're bringing our whole vibe. To simplify where people are intrigued and want to know more. What's interesting is Deanna did a pop-up 
April 23rd, April 24th, something like that. And a lady came in yesterday and was like, I told you that I was coming. And we're like, huh? <laughs> and she was like, I was at the uh, the gym that you came to and I just enjoyed it. And, you know, yes, went on and, yes. on. and I'm like, yes, shout out to Jacqueline. Thanks for hey. coming in. But yeah, she was like, I live in the area. It took me a while Very to get cool. here, you know, because it's been over a month, but I'm so glad she came, you know. Yeah. Like, a lot of times do people, people do say, like, oh, I'm about to come check you out. Yeah. And they, for whatever reason, they don't make it. But hey, if it's been a month, two, three, Nothing whatever. Nothing that happened when you're still on your mind. Yeah. Come on. Come through. Come through. Even if you told me you was coming day one and you ain't made it yet, we still here. We are still yeah. here, y'all. <laughs> Even if you said you was coming way back when and you haven't made it yet come in july come in june we will be here right we appreciate the beans okay we got the beans there yes we got the beans (laughs) um and i was like we hadn't thought about selling our whole whole beans um we sell the grounds but actually someone came in yesterday and said she wished we had beans because she likes to grind her own at home. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Um, mm. You know, some people like to set the setting on how yeah. how coarse or fine they want the beans. So I'm like, if you want yeah. the beans, maybe we're going to have to get some beans. You yeah, know? think about it. I think that's another another good thing. Like, we have the ability to grow with our customers. Um, we get customers coming in from everywhere, and they like different things. We've even named drinks after people, you know. And... Um, that to me is, I think, only because we're taking it their their advice into consideration. The next time they come in and they see that we do actually have the beans, they're gonna feel like, wow, that was me that yeah. gave them that idea, and it 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 adds some personalization to their experience right. with our cafe, and that's wonderful. We definitely should do that. That's what I love about our business. We've been growing with our, I call them our guests, you know, our yeah. customers, our guests, yeah. you know, we started out with one roast and everybody was like, well, where's decaf? Mm-hmm. And where's Doc Rose? And we like, well, here's decaf, here's Doc Rose. They like, yeah. okay, well, where's the, ca- here's the cafe. Yeah. Now they're yeah. like, they were like, where's the espresso? Cause we're, we're small business. We're trying to get there. We were like, here's the espresso. We've been popping out lattes all day. <laughs> Yeah. All day today. Lattes, cappuccinos, even though they don't the actual menu. Oh they like, God, yes. You know, yeah, we've been, we've been. Yes, they like, yeah, two cappuccinos and a, and we're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, caramel latte, two cappuccinos, uh, this and, and a shot of espresso. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> so, yes. And then they'll they'll say stuff like that was the best latte I've ever had. Like we get so many people coming back. Like I love the people who who leave the cafe and they're like in the midst of drinking their drink, and then they come back to be like, "No, it's so good." This like this is oh this is exactly what like that feeling. And then we've had so many people say, "Oh, you guys are better than you know in yeah. name here," and um, girl. <laughs> One lady today, she had the uh, coconut coconut coffee cake. Yeah. Yeah. And she sat here and drank some, came back and ordered another one. Well, this is what happened. She said somebody bumped into her and knocked it out. Mm-hmm. But she was oh. like, it was so good. I'm coming back to get another one. You know, I paid 873. I'm paying another 873. Oh, right. I'm not about to. 
crowd when it's filled uh complicated, yeah. but I'm about to get them. That is <laughs> I'm like, okay, sis. I love it. So terrible. <laughs> yes. This is right. so bad. <laughs> Let me get that. Let me get that order going for you. <laughs> yes, that is amazing. Somebody came in today. Yeah, I love when people raise their glasses at us. They they be like, "Cheers." Yes. And I'm like, okay. I mean, so I'm like, uh, if you ever seen the meme when it's like Thanksgiving or Christmas and everybody's eating and Big Mama's standing in the corner, that's <laughs> me. With when people get that drink, I be like. Yeah. I like yes. Yeah. Raheel from the fifth floor. Yes, Raheel. Raheel was there. Oh, I love Raheel. He was here yesterday and today and Thursday. I'm like, he's coming every day. He got hot chocolate. He got hot chocolate. Yes. And that's another thing too. Like, you know, people walking in and you're remembering the name and knowing what their order is. And we don't even write the names of our people on the cups. We just remember their names. Mm -hmm. And um, making those personal connections only makes it a fun place to go. Like, you know, it was so funny. When I used to work a nine to five job and I would have the weekends off, I would loathe, like absolutely loathe going back to the office on Monday. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to go there. I hate it there, blah, 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 blah. And today, like the weekend, like I had an amazing weekend and I'm excited about going to work tomorrow. I'm excited about seeing those people who are just giving me a couple minutes of their time to put a smile on their face by making their regular drink. Um, yeah. It's it's a little overwhelming too. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I feel like, you know, my prayers got answered and I'm like, Oh Lord, I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to do anything <laughs> wrong. You know, and it, it, it can be very overwhelming too when the process has been trusted, <laughs> you know, yeah. when you're walking yeah. in the process. Much is given, much is required. So yes. part of the business is going to, you know, test your agility, your ability, your confidence, you know, all, all those love. things. But um, as long as you trust the process. Oh, another thing I'll say um, with one pop-up, my friend, good friend Mary helped out. And she said, um, she remembers as a graduate, when she graduated from college, she was still working uh, at Olive Garden, but she, Mm -hmm. you know, was thinking to herself, like, I can't wait till I get a real job, you know, break into the corporate world and I'll never have to serve anybody again. But it felt completely different to be at the serving table, taking orders and helping out with a business that she knew was owned and operated by a friend. Mm -hmm. She's like, it had a totally different feeling. So when you're the business owner, you're you're pleased to serve. Yeah. And you're, you know, serving with smiles. And you'll have people who support you and like, I see you. I see this yeah. whole so uh, oh that's what Bye. I was gonna say too. Um uh Marcus <laughs> always says like initially he didn't fully get it, but he understands now yeah. it's not just the coffee, it's not just the product. Like it's us as a package. Yeah. It's our vibe that people are buying yeah. through. And it's a the whole experience. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So come if you haven't had the experience yet. The Cafe Coco Latte experience. I was gonna say I was just, I was just 
uh, saying goodbye to one of our neighbors across the way. Yeah. She just came in just to say hi. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, she, she came in, chatted. Yesterday she friend. bought great from us. Mm-hmm. And she stopped over and waved mm-hmm. to say goodbye. Like that type of vibe I love. Yeah. It lets us know we're doing what we said we were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. We wrote it down, made it plain. We want to do this. We want to motivate people. We want to impact. We want to give good service. We yeah. want people to love us. We wrote that down, and that's what's happening. Our slogan, but hardcrafted love, love every, every sip and bite. Yeah. I think people really are dipping on the love, experiencing the love, feeling mm-hmm. the love. So, and yeah. circling back to Marcus, so we met with him, and he was like, "Well, what is this?" Yeah. He, he was like, "Not getting it." Like, well, well, tell me more about this. And I'm like, well, we we don't have to be just one thing. Mm-hmm. We could be right. all of the things. And when he came and saw us in action, it was like, yeah. was oh, like, now I get it. <laughs> okay, okay. And then this that was at a pop-up. So when he came to the shop, it was like, oh. <laughs> so I think us, when we were going through the process, there were some people that just didn't get it. And that's okay. That's okay because you know there were times that we didn't either. I mean, let's right? be funky, 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 funky. Like there was some times too. I, I was telling you guys yesterday. I was gonna post on my page. Like if I had to do this all over again, if, if someone said, "Shelly, you have to do this all over again in the stage that we we are in right now with all of the positive stories that we just shared," I would be like, "No." I'm not doing this again. I don't want to because I don't know what the future is. But I also think that's my blessing. Me not knowing what the future is takes me totally out of God's way, totally out of God's control. And now I can focus on what he's allowing me to focus on. That's Mm -hmm. the customers that are coming in, the good feedback. You know, when when the numbers are looking a little light, it's like, hey, tomorrow is going to be an amazing day. You know, mm-hmm. in that time frame that we were closed, it's kind of like you're you're recapturing that customer all over again. But we get to recapture the customer all over again with the same energy, with the same love, so they know they're gonna be here. You know, we're regaining that trust back, and I think that that is, a, it's it's a blessing not to know what the future holds. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, it's, exciting. it's a lot with becoming an entrepreneur where you're like, it's been plenty of times. I'm like, you know what? I'm giving y'all my six weeks. Don't do it. Don't miss the boat. Then you're gonna be you're gonna be regretting later. You're gonna be telling people I used to be a part of it. I wouldn't see how I would have been the totally honest about and open and vulnerable when I say that, but I I say that to more so say trusting the process means allowing God, like allowing God to say, look, push, 
closed for two weeks, you know, closed for two weeks and sit and sit and really think about what it is that you're saying that you're going to, you know, what you're walking away from. And I think that time frame for me gave me the ability to say, to say, God, I love this business. I love this business. I'm going to go down there every day. I'm going to go down and make sure that our doors get open. I'm going to put all effort into the my, what I can control, the marketing, the designs. I'm going to put all my energy there. So God's like, oh, so you, you really don't want to leave, do you? You really right. don't want this business to close. Oh, okay. Well, let me, let, me, let me make sure that this doesn't happen again. So I'm going to have you go through this process. Yeah. So. Yeah. All, all things like it's 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 overwhelming but it's it's the most beautiful experience that i've gone through and what a blessing to go through that with you guys yeah just sharing my experience of that two weeks i think the first week i was just so anxious i was like ah <laughs> that's my only description for it ah. i was just so anxious but that second week, I was like, you know what? It's, it's going to happen. We're going to open. What am I anxious for? It's cool. You know, it's, it's going to happen when it happens. We know, you know, we're going to open our doors back. It's, what am I anxious for? What's the yeah. point? It'll, it'll happen. We'll figure it out. And it's so funny on my first day back, I was jittery. Yeah. And first day. First day. <laughs> It was like first day of school for me. I don't know what was happening. It was like, I don't know if it was just the excitement of being back, but I was just so like out of sorts. Out of sorts. Today, yeah. much better. Yeah. Yes. It was a roller coaster, girl. One day I was good, one day I was bad. One hour I was good, one hour I was bad. Like it just, it just, it was a roller coaster. <laughs> that, that's, that's also part of trusting the process of in some other processes I have said you know some things people say just take it day by day but some things you really got to take it minute by minute second Ooh. by second you know depending mm -hmm. on how deep and, and you know grueling the process is I can't even think about the next day yeah. I got to think about yeah. putting my right foot in front of my left foot and you know moving through this exact moment um, and not rushing the process. And that's a word. Yeah. That is a word. Because I often do that. I'm like, you know what? I will worry about that on Thursday. Today, I can't. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So, yeah. anyone Thursday roll around, whatever their that problem is. is, most times it's been to solve the show by the time <laughs> Thursday roll around. But yeah. if it hasn't, then I'll worry about it on Thursday. Right. Yeah. You do about it. You know, I'm they, different. They improved today. <laughs> Don't drive so crazy about Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time. I got enough on my plate. Thursday is the day. Yeah. I'll just pick Thursday. Yeah. I can. Um, I think I've said on here before that we do not know what tomorrow holds, but we know who yes. is tomorrow. So that's yes. so can I can I share a quote? I think my, my screen might go blank, but if I if is my screen blank or do you guys still yeah, it's blank? Okay, but you hear me and we still hear you. Yeah, we still hear you. So I'm gonna find this quote. The quote was Shelly loves a good quote, guys. The man who sleeps <laughs> on the floor cannot fall out of bed. <laughs> what? Yes. I mean, I don't know what that one was. <laughs> That's a Martin throwback for Okay, me. okay. All right. So the um, the person is Tara. Yes. Tara Lee Cobble. Two natures beat within my chest. One is foul, one is blessed. The one I love, the one I hate. 
the one I feed will dominate. And I think that's also another part of trusting the process in saying that, you know, what you give more energy to, um, you know, will dominate a situation. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you, if you are prepared to be a little bit more trusting of the, the thing that you're trying to trust, um, can you guys still hear me? Mm-hmm. Um, that it is important when you're unsure to kind of just give your energy to what would be a better outcome as opposed to feeling one way or the other or being unsure or even feeling anxious about something. Yeah, um, giving into anxiety, fear, worry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That, that's definitely factual. You know, that's something I learned along the way when dealing with my anxiety. It's like if I sit there and like, well, I'm just going to sit and think about it and think my way through it. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like, you know what? Stop thinking about it. Go for yeah. a walk. Go walk around Target. You know, go do something, go for a drive. And the moment I do that, next thing I know, my anxiety is going down because I'm no longer feeling. I'm now, you know, doing something else that I'm not dealing with that. And then the situation works itself out for always. Sure. So, yeah, that, that was a good quote. Thanks. <laughs> Yes, and I have I like in this journey, you know, that that someone someone came to my door. It was a Jehovah Witness um yeah. today. And and you know, I, I had actually reached out to my pastor because I wanted to go to church really bad today because Savannah has been asking to go. And um we didn't make it. My alarm clock didn't go off. So I texted him and I said, um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be back soon. And he said, I, I trust. Like, I'm not going anywhere. You know, I'll always be your pastor. I'll be here, you know, when you guys are, when you do decide to come back. And I think just the beauty of life is just, you know, I think it's important to, you know, give energy to what you know is best for you. Like, I've even decided for me, you know, to kind of clear my anxiety or to be more relaxed when it comes to situations because I'm I'm not perfect at, at this at all. Um, but what I've decided to do, because my prayer is to focus more, just to be more focused on what's important. So I want to start um, to fast, you know, and take away a lot of the distract distractions that I feed myself. Um, so I'm going to try it and see if that's what's helpful for me to kind of contain the the uh, distractions. Because like you said last week, Deanna, it's like you're going to be tested again. Like it's going to happen again. So this is my way of kind of like preparing and stepping in front of it. Um, so I'll try it and see what happens. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> every, every change, you know, could definitely um, result in a positive impact. You know, yeah. I think for me, it's more uh, putting power in the pause. Is that what y'all said? What y'all <laughs> yeah, say? there's power. There's power in the pause. Pause yeah. when you need to pause. Pause when mm-hmm. you need to pause. Take, yeah. Taking a moment to pause and, you know, like, okay, even with the anxiety, like, okay, is it something really I need to sit and be worked up about or let me pause and think about it, you mm-hmm. know, type of situation. So, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Deanna? You got anything you need to change? At? Of course. There are several things that I have need to change. I have not arrived. I don't get it all right. I definitely still mess up and get it wrong at times. Um, but I don't have anxiety, um, or so I've been told. 
but um, I think I think that um, I still have moments maybe where I shut down instead of you know verbalizing what it is that. But I don't know. I, I guess I've, I've been it's been better embedded in me. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But I guess using my words to express what I'm thinking, what I need, or what I'm feeling um, could be done in a way that is not not nice, you know. But I think a lot of times my way of dealing with things is to just shut down. What's well, not, not nice? Meaning you can say it in a nice way. Well, sometimes, too, Deanna, keep in mind, sometimes, some, keep in mind, sometimes, shoot, I mean, for me, um, some of the message, some of the best messages that I've gotten from people who I know love me and care about me have come in a not so nice way. You know, sometimes people have to hear the not so nice way so they have they can have a better understanding of you so i know that that's something that's embedded of you embedded in you but you know coming from someone who respects you um i think say it you know say what you have on your mind because um that may be what that opposing person needs to hear sometimes too the not so nice i think that um I don't know. I kind of have a love-hate relationship <laughs> with the word nice. I, I, you know, always be kind, but nice is that thing that they try to embed in women. Like, you have to yeah. be sugar spice and everything nice. And it's like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be, like, there's a way to be honest and not yeah. be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be, let me tiptoe and not, because I don't want to not be nice. And yeah, and I mean, yeah, I guess I use that loosely, but I think no, that, I know what you're saying yeah, because I, that's embedded in us to be right. nice. Or I too, I think sometimes I probably overthink or think too much about I because I do feel like I should be cautious with my word choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't yeah. think people can just be um, yeah. It's a way of being yeah. honest without being disrespectful. Right, right, yeah. But I, I, I tend to really make sure that I not only say what I need to say, but that I hear what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? And and I assess how it might be perceived or received from That's someone tough, else. Though. That's tough for me, though. Because <laughs> I think in my head I'm saying something and I want people to receive it the way I'm saying it. And but I can't, I can't judge how somebody else is going to receive what I say. Right. So I think, too, <laughs> like in our, in our last discussion, I talked about checking your motives. So I think I, I, I'm always trying to be conscious of my motive and what I say. So if I feel like my motive wasn't to offend or mm-hmm. upset, and I know I didn't like use words that I know could jar and cause some type of negative reaction, but I was really just being sincere and speaking from the heart. If you receive it wrong, or you know, if you feel some type of way, I feel like we could dialogue about that. But I just try to make sure that what I say, I'm not saying it from a, a malicious place. Yeah. 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 So, because I mean, honestly, yeah, there's sometimes that I've said things with malice and intent. I would, but, but I would say I wasn't confused about it. I will never go back and say, like, well, I didn't know what I was saying. 
mm. or I was um, so upset in the moment. Like even in a moment of being upset, I probably would 99% of the time say, oh, I meant exactly what I said. I wasn't out of my mind, you know, just saying something willy nilly. So I so I've said to Janelle, I've said to Janelle and I've said to my children, like, I am not a person that apologizes often, um, nor give reason I think that I need to apologize. So when my kids would mess up, like the older ones, and then come back and apologize, I would say, don't be sorry, just don't do it. Like, don't do things that you have to be sorry about. Mm -hmm. Don't do things that you have to apologize for because you do have control over mm -hmm. yourself. Like, exhibit self-control when needed. Yeah. But if you, to me, if you're constantly doing things and apologizing, it loses its value. And, um, or you just, Feel like well you get to be able to say i could just do what i want and then apologize i'd rather not apologize like it's something i know i'd rather not have to do so i just try not to have a reason to apologize i hear that <laughs> good <laughs> i think sometimes you know for anybody who's I'm, watching you're just getting a taste of what we kind of talk about on the back right, right. Like, i'm not above apologizing but in most instances i'm not apologetic because I meant exactly what I said. Like, I hear that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Bianca, I, uh, with me, <laughs> I, I can be impulsive with, you know, I, I just sometimes don't have a filter. Right. So what I'm saying may just come on out and I could have softened it mm -hmm. a little bit. So I, I will be like, you know, I'm sorry. What I'm trying to say is X, Y, and Z. You know, but it ain't have to come out so fiery. I think it's my Aries nature to just be real, <laughs> real out there. But, mm -hmm. you know, I try to try to rein in the crazy a little bit sometimes. Yeah. So, I mean, I that, that might be part of my psychosis is, like, once it's out there, I'm, I'm not probably going to take it back. So. Yes, and I think that the, the beauty of doing this is that we're, we're not all the same person. You know, I try no, to not. apologize before I say what I know I'm gonna say, and and it, I I don't have this idea that I want to hurt this person. I think it's more so like I just want this person to kind of understand what I, where I'm coming from. Um, in my growth, I'm trying to get better at that and kind of be more of a just you know say say what is on your mind like get it off because what i hate is holding on to something and wishing i would have said what i really wanted to say um but i think that's the beauty of us all working together is that we're 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 three different people we handle things differently and um it seems to work yeah it's for a most balance. instances you know i think yeah. it, it balances each other mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then when we have conflict talk about it period you know yeah. so and and that's the beauty of you know being able to know yourself trust the process is being able to communicate whatever it is so and yeah. um building and leveraging relationships like this is a over 35 year relationship friendship <laughs> so, yeah. i'm like who <laughs> in that and you know it's gonna be some days that are great some days that are not and, mm -hmm. yeah you know, somebody that's 
playing the mediator between the other two or everybody walking away like, you know, I ain't talking to either one of y'all. Blow up, <laughs> right, right up. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it's important. It's important, I think, to share that, you know, and, and be honest and have an open dialogue about that because if, if, if nothing else, we would really be phony. We would be having a phony conversation about things that really aren't going on. But I think when you make it to the top or you succeed in what you go through, that just allows people to understand that like, wow, I can have a dispute and come back and still win. I can get it wrong and come back and apologize and say we should have did it this way or or the, you know, it just be resolved and you still won. Like the and the the name of the game is you trusted the process, you went through it and you didn't give up. Yeah. 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 No, that yeah, good. There's not gonna be sunshine. There's gonna be days that it rains. But yes. But, um I could say too my husband made me even change my perspective on right as a a a nuisance you know like man now i gotta uh get wet or have proper attire umbrellas and all this stuff and he was like you know he likes all weather extreme weather like he loves it when it's a torrential downpour or (laughs) 50 feet of snow what what he see what I see as a as a nuisance he sees it as a blessing he's like how often do you actually get caught in the rain like you're already outside the tarantula downpour is there you have no choice but to get soaked mm-hmm. he's like it doesn't happen that often a lot of times you are able to prepare you look at the weather blah blah, blah. but when you get caught in the saturation of the rain you should take that as a blessing like you know. You you are experiencing nature and God at its you know full capacity, and like dance in the rain. Like so mm-hmm. what you know so what your clothes are gonna be so go in the house and change clothes. Be grateful and thankful that you got clothes to change into. Come on, see it Come shower, God's blessing on you that day. You know I love it. I love it. I love it. I love those thinkers. I love people that think like that. Like it's just, you know, the, the glass being half full or whatever. Uh, I love that because it's like, it, it just puts in perspective a better way to handle things. And that that's beautiful. We gonna yeah. put a, a little picture of Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like cause some women will stay where they at. Like they if they at the yeah. store and it's pouring down, they will be like, I can't go up. I, I can't get leave. my hair messed up. You know, yeah. I just paid two hours, but it's got what else to go. You know, yeah. <laughs> or they trying to find a bag or something and just 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 going out there and get mm-hmm. wet. Like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I might look yeah. into the car real quick, but you know, and I've heard years ago, like rain causes growth. Yeah. So going through yeah. that storm causes growth. Anytime the rain's really hard, next thing I know, my grass is like yeah, two feet off. So I'm like, <laughs> what happened? It's the rain. So sometimes you gotta go to that through that rain for the growth. Yes. So absolutely. I love it. <laughs> Trust in the process. Yes, it was. I love it. That, so, that is how you trust the process, all right? And that is how you trust the process. So, you know, whatever it is that you're going through out there, trust the process. It may not be pretty. It may not be what you expect. It may not yeah. be as fast as you want it or as slow as you want it. 
Um, we may not involve, you know, the, the person you thought. Yeah. <laughs> it not, or it may bring some new people your way. Yeah. yeah. However it goes, just go to God, talk to God, listen to God, you know. Pray God to God. Sending you in a different direction. Follow yeah. that direction. Don't try to force the direction you think you should go in. Go the direction he's pointing to or pushing you to, rather, because mm -hmm. sometimes he'll push you. You're tripped, but you can keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> but, but just trust that process. Absolutely. So thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Come visit us at 835 or 45 North Michigan <laughs> Avenue. Uh, seventh floor, we're across from Bath and Body Works. Here. It's a big building. It's yeah. a big building. You they have two addresses. Yeah, so big, it's <laughs> taking up 10 addresses. Yes, <laughs> yes. So we would love to serve you guys. We got espresso. We have our new drink we just featured, the cocoa latte. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say earlier. Bianca made a post, hashtag Chicago Coffee lovers or something two seconds later two people walking in like yeah we're here for the cocoa latte I'm like, come on how did you like, know? Wait, what? Like, wait and they were like oh i saw that alarm yeah. that is how you market yes yes yeah. so we made two cocoa lattes right there amazing right. We, we were looking at each other they got the hashtag they must have been on the escalator or the elevator or something yeah. they got the hashtag and was here like yes we're here for the cocoa latte like what yeah. god god so, with the hashtag God is out here blowing our minds every single day. We will continue to share all of our drinks that we have available. Um, if you haven't been to a Cafe Coco Latte, at two Cafe Coco Latte in Watertower Place, please come. Um, but yes, if, we, if we're there, the people will come. Yeah, absolutely. So as always, in partying, keep it brewing. Keep it brewing, guys. <laughs>